Good morning. It is Monday, November 11th, 7.57 a.m. Hope you all had a good week. It's been an eventful one in San Francisco with the elections. The elections on, I believe, was it November 5th or 6th? Mm, I think it was the 6th on a Tuesday. Um... I would say voter turnout was very slim. When I went to vote around 12.30 at the church on 23rd, I was the only voter. And then when I left, another voter came. So it was really slim. Maybe maybe it was the hour that I chose, but I thought for sure that there'd be more people voting. Um, but there's there's two victories that I want to highlight. <laughs> the first one is Chesa Boudin, and he is the district attorney now, and he only won by 35 votes. Um, he wants to make some changes to the criminal justice system. He was a um, public a defender for years, and you all may know now both of his parents were sent to prison for their involvement in the murder of a police officer, I believe. Um, they're part of the Weather Underground. So it's like a radical activist kind of resistance group. The mother was released in 2003 and the father is still in prison. In New York, he, he does, he's not eligible for parole, I think, until like 2056. Um, so he, so Chesa was raised by uh, other members of the Weather Other Ground who were not incarcerated. Um, so he was pretty much like kind of adopted by them, then went to visit his parents in prison. His mother was released in 2003 and she started out working at an AIDS clinic and then I believe she has some sort of professorship somewhere. So it's an interesting uh, pedigree to say the least. Uh, We'll see what, what kind of things he can do. He's got a good education. He's a Rhodes Scholar. So we'll see what he can do to change things in our broken system. Hopefully he changes things for the better. Then we have Dean Preston for District 5. He was filling the slot that Mayor London Breed left open. She basically was that before she was mayor and now she vacated the spot. So basically he was running to fill the spot. It was another tight race, uh, I believe 170 votes. So not any 35 votes like with Chesa Boudin. I mean, but 170 is also no nothing to cough about. And I believe before they did the, the final count, it was he was ahead by something like 88 votes. So Dean is uh, the first Democratic Socialist to be elected uh, to supervisor. Uh, since 1979. 
So, um, yeah. And uh, the thing is, though, he's going to have to run again in November 2020. So, there's that. So, hopefully he does win again. But that's, it's a strenuous, tenuous, difficult position. Who knows? Maybe he could be the next mayor. So, um, as you know, Jen has been working really hard for the city. Pretty much just tirelessly, day in, day out, extremely long hours working for Dean. And it seems like it paid off. She's really good at organizing people, prioritizing what needs to be done first, and that's crucial. So, thank you, Jen. Thank you for all your help in the city. And it looks like it really paid off. So that's been going on. We have this kind of suddenly very cold weather, which is is seasonably cold, but, you know, it's like quickly onset. I have the heater on right now. Um, that has been really nice, actually. Um, things have been a little funny with the business because... Mercury retrograde, I swear it's like there's these strange like delays in payment being received by me on my end um, and things like that and then I'm like, I don't get stressed out about it though because I know that's what it is and it happened it started happening right on Halloween day and I'm like, well, I've only got eight more days so that you have that retrograde for, you know, until the 20th so that feels nice. It feels nice to be, to feel blessed. And even if things are a little bit, you know, going a little haywire, or just like a little funky, um, you know, that you can ride the wave. That feels really good. I've been working like crazy on the sweater that I'm making and it's more detailed than the last one. There's about four times as many components on it so it's pretty cool though I'm into it I'm looking at it right now it's in the kitchen and it's really coming together when I first when I first started the sweater I was like oh what am I doing these look like tacos everywhere but now it's coming together and I really like it um so I'm going to do one set of the components today and attach those and then I'm going to do some embroidery on it and then it will be ready for sale for the public I've been kind of like cobbling things together and making things from scraps and selling it and it's been working so I like doing that um, I've been doing really well with that so it's exciting. It's just a little time consuming, depending on what I choose to make. I mean, this thing, I worked on it for 12 hours yesterday. <laughs> and so <laughs> that puts it in perspective, but I knocked a lot of it out. So that was good. I took a little bit of a break to play a video game, but um, who can blame me? So yeah, it's been a lot of that, a lot of shipping shopping, shooting, sewing, 
but yeah, these, there's times when the neighborhood is just so crazy out there. I just like, I just want to get home and so, and work on my projects. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to go out. Don't want to see anyone. I just want to, I just want to work on my projects. That feels good. Need to have exciting things to do. So I went to a matinee. I believe it was Friday and Thursday, Thursday. I went to a matinee and um, I saw The Lighthouse at the Metreon 16. It was directed by Robert Eggers. He's the guy who did The Witch. Um, it was all in black and white, but there were three different three different hues of black and white. So there was a bluish white when they were outside. And then there was a slightly like colored, it seemed to be color tinted um, light treatment when they're inside. And then when they're in the lighthouse, it's like an inky kind of charcoal black and white. So like when they're upstairs in the lighthouse at the top of it, um, it, it was, uh, it was a kind of a funny film and I think it was meant to be, um, it, it kind of plays on the same themes of, you know, forgotten America, um, seduction, um, Kind of the unknown interlaced with with woman being conceptual, um, but those those themes aside, it was it was very well acted. Um, the main people in it, apart from a couple flashbacks, were um, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, and. I thought it was great. I, um, they're both really great actors. And, you know, it's funny. They both have Cronenberg under their belts. Uh, Willem Dafoe was in Existence. I believe that was 2002 or three, And then Arpats was in Micropolis. I'm probably not saying that right. And I believe that was 2013 or something. Um, and also another thing with Arpats, he is really good about, he's been getting on these plum roles with, uh, very few cast members. He's not, Twilight is, is a thing, definitely a thing of the past, but I feel like any good actor worth their salt will be in a vampire film at some point. But, uh, you know, he was in one of my favorite movies earlier this, that I saw earlier this spring called High Life that French film where he's floating in a decaying spaceship that was very that was superbly acted and it was a wonderful it was just a great film I, I want to see it again actually so it was good to see these two duking it out um, Willem Dafoe I consider him to be a character actor um, of the highest order in a way um so yeah, he was the blustering, uh, kind of custodian of the lighthouse, and Arpats was his helper. 
he was on on the island to help him. So he had taken a job, and he wasn't the first to fill the position. Anyway, there's times when they do get along, there's times when they don't get along. Go see it. Um, it is very derivative of Guy Madden films, though. So if you guys aren't familiar with Guy Madden, he's a Canadian director who made a lot of black and white films in a warehouse on a low budget in the 90s. And like people like Shelley Duvall, um, Tom Waits was in it. It's funny because I, when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, I bet Tom Waits wanted to be in this movie so bad. You know, so he could... Um, fortunately, Willem got the part. I don't, I don't think Tom could really... I don't think I could watch Tom Waits on film for two hours. No, 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 no. Um, and then, so yeah, there are parts of that. And there were also some, a part in the end, there, there refers to a lot of like genre films, like basically 90s black and white films, like Pie and Tetsuo Iron Man. There's a part in the end that reminds me of Tetsuo Iron Man. Like, I will say this: the soundtrack was great. They they made really seamless use of the soundtrack, where the soundtrack kind of bled into the incidental noise or punctuated the emotion of of the actors or of this the situation very well very minimally very organic sounding sounds um so i will give them that so yeah overall i think i might have liked the witch better and i also feel like films about the sea are very difficult to make it's hard to make them interesting and he succeeded in making it interesting um it it ended at a proper time. It was not a three or four hour, you know, you don't feel like you're trapped on a boat with them, <laughs> you know. Uh, it was a good two hours, which is just perfect. Um, so yeah, definitely go see it. And then after that, as soon as I got out of the theater, I got a text from Taylor. She wanted me to meet her at LeMed. So Burke, her partner, works at LeMed, and so there you have it and was working that night so yeah I got on the Muni train which I never take the Muni train and I hot footed it over there it only took me about 20 minutes it I the timing was perfect because I really didn't have to wait or anything I I think maybe one minute for the train to come and then it was like a two minute walk from the, the stop I was like wow this is efficient so yeah, I got there. Leah was there. Leah is in from LA for a little while. And she seemed to be having a good time already, being back in San Francisco. And yeah, we all had chicken salad, and I had three glasses of red wine. And I believe Taylor had some rosé. And then yeah, we walked back. After that, we kind of walked it off. And at one point, when I was walking back from Noe Valley, I had to pee so bad, and it was so cold outside, and everything was kind of 
closing and I had a piece so bad that I couldn't walk. I had to sit down on a park bench with my legs crossed and just like, I don't know, not pee for a while. That was, that was wild. I was like, okay, you can do this. It's really cold. You have to pee. Just power through. And I did. And I made it. But I had, I guess, I don't know. I just, I really had to pee. I had a lot of water too. So that was an adventure. Um, yeah. But yeah, my mind has just been really consumed with work and how to execute these projects. And I should probably get started on that now. Zelda's coming to help me at 10. It's a bank holiday, so I won't be going to the post office, but she's going to help me ship. I'm excited for the new direction San Francisco will be going in. It will be a good shift in the right direction. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.